0: And we are uh, back with an all new edition of Beckett Radio, uh, I am Eric, he is Paul, we are the Fat Packs and have this is a big epic show, big, big, I changed, I didn't even change up the intro, you did, you changed it all, I did change it up because that's how big of a show it is, it is, but you know what, Saw, dude. what's going on man? Not much, man. I'm sorry for the changeup. You looked at me dead in the eye, like, "What I the did. hell are you doing?" What are you right? doing, man? You're like, all oh, messed me up." Man. But I did it because this is a big show. It is a big. But show. we can stop right now and do another. another no, we're good. Go. Okay, we're right, good. Let's we're do good. It. We're the fat packs. <laughs> we change. We, we
1: don't. You know, we don't do anything the same.
0: No, yeah, not typically. We not don't typically. have to. We don't. We don't do. We don't conform to things. No, we don't. Then we get in trouble because I say th- I say stuff in the office, and they're like, "Eric, you can't say that." And I'm like, "Hey." And okay, then I get Paul. Me. Don't encourage him. Don't encourage him, <laughs> Paul. Don't do that. Said, why does our boss why does our boss sound like Eeyore? Hello, Winnie. Well,
2: he looks like Harry Potter. <laughs> so you <laughs> know
0: it's just a combo. It's yeah. a combo. That's, thing. that's what it is. That's what it is. Man, <laughs> we love you, Brian. Yeah, we do love you, Brian. It's a big show, man. It's it's an epic show, like I said. We have one, two, three interviews. Three interviews. Actually, probably four.
1: Yeah, four. That's right. So late
0: edition. Yeah, a late edition to the interview. Then we have Huge breaking news that we got to get into uh, yep. a, about some some Beckett business that honestly caught us off guard. Yeah, man, it definitely caught you us know, off guard. So there's that, and maybe the biggest news of all: the Indians are going to the World Series. Uh, yeah, what's what's going on in Cleveland, man? Since 1997, this is the first time since 97 that they're going going to the World Series. If Cleveland gets two championships in a single year so something something bad might happen yeah <laughs> i thought november 8th or november yet yeah, november 8th would be like the the dawning of the apocalypse right if cleveland wins the world series <laughs> it's possible it might be it might be right there it might be um actually i'm i'm all on board with the tribe right now man are you i'm, you, you're all, on, it up, I'm huh? all on board with the tribe uh chief wahoo and just the just whole lo- thing, just loving it up right now. We'll see, man. We'll I'm, see I'm not even. am can... not even a tribe fan. You are a tribe. No, I know you're not a tribe fan. But I'm just like, yeah, I want to see this. All right, I we'll want to see, see what this. happens. We'll see if they can, you know. They were uh, the team that everybody wanted to play, man. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They, oh yeah, we'll we'll take no, bro. No, <laughs> no, no. They, they got
1: some. They got some skills. They got some skills. And then
0: what happened? What happened to uh, Urias last night
1: in the? I don't know, man. I mean, I. If I have to pick a team, I'm definitely going Cubbies. I'm, I'm following that bandwagon. Obviously not a Cubs fan necessarily, but I would follow that bandwagon. Listen, what happened to Urias? How old is he? 19 years old? 20. just turned 20. Okay, that's what happened to Urias. I mean, the dude's 20 years old, pitching in, you know, the, the, the NLCS. I, yeah, that's what happened to him. You know, it's nerves, man. Addison
0: Russell and um, Rizzo both just hit bombs, just cranked them out of the ballpark. Yeah. And those Cubs bats woke up, and they did. Now they
1: put up a put up a double digit number, yep. and uh, yeah, it'll make Game Five definitely a lot a lot more interesting. They had scored sure.
0: eight runs total in the series, right? And yesterday they scored ten. They scored ten,
1: so, so and that's what they can do. Yep. I mean, and they got the pitch in the back. I, I think the Cubs will take it. Uh, Urias though, don't 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 like just you know he's gonna be good.
0: Little uh he's gonna be good. Little tidbit of information here for you if you didn't know this. Yesterday during that game, Urias was pitching in his first major league baseball playoff game. Okay. Okay. Um starting his first. Starting his first. Lackey, oddly enough, has the most career starts in playoff games actively right now. Oh look at you dropping notch. Uh I, I think it was like 27 or something like that. So, wow, 27. So, yeah, so that's maybe amazing. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, Texas kid, Texas guy. He's from Abilene. His dad is a coach here. Well, I don't know if he's still still coaching in the uh, Mesquite Independent School District, but okay, he, he's around. So uh, I was pulling. I was pulling for him last night. I don't. I don't really care who wins this series because you're driving it. Yeah, I'm driving it up. So, uh, although what what happens if the Tribe and the Cubs both get to the World Series? Uh huh. And they both lose some way. <laughs> it's,
1: po- I mean, it, it, it's usually not possible. It's not but usually possible. They would find a way. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe college football get involved and they'll have some kind of uh, BG and BCS <laughs> bowl thing or something. And then they'll, all there's come like out 90 with, Steve Bartmans yeah.
0: sitting in the outfield catching balls that yeah. don't belong there. It's, um, who knows? <laughs> who it, knows? Bill Buckner, yeah. but, uh, um, yeah, Bill Buckner. <laughs> we'll see that's what a Red Sox, but that's okay. Yeah. That's, okay. Okay. um, man i'm just i'm getting pumped up for the world series is what i'm getting at i'm yeah, ready man. for it and uh, it's it's a long, my my wife asked me was it last night she said why is why is the baseball season so long and i'm like it's nothing compared to hockey but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> i said i honestly it's all about money honey i don't i, I don't know that's how it. else to tell you so that's about it but we're all geared up for the world series and before we get into our interviews we're going to talk new products and pricing you said you have 6 of them to tell me about I got, well, I got five.
1: Okay, you got five? I got five. Right. I, I was over over and delivering there, but now I got five. We got um, 2016 Tops Update Series is out. So you got your first series, your second series, and bam, hit you with the Update Series. Good time for it. Everybody's talking baseball. Everybody's hyped on it. It uh, will be a good product. Tops always does a good job with their Update Series. Um, we have, let's see, today is Thursday, so releasing tomorrow will be the uh, 2016 Panini Torque Racing, which... You know, after the prism there's a lot of hype on that prism so it'd be very interesting to see how the second product of the year uh, does for racing uh, looks like a good one man it's gonna have some some very uh, unique cards in it. I love the name torque um, you know it's just real catchy so we'll see what uh, we'll see what panini's got there uh, panini also came out with a uh, USA soccer uh, that dropped as well uh, about 55 bucks a box or so um, autographs and that it's got the usual um, Usual rum of guys, and uh, it's already, already starting to take off as far as uh, on the secondary market. Um, Panini also released uh, Black Gold Collegiate Basketball. That's a mouthful there. Um, we opened some of that in the office, actually. Got really cool cards, especially if you're a college fan. Uh, they've got college cards with college jerseys. Of all these, all these guys that are up and coming, so definitely check that out. And then for our, uh, for our gaming people, Panini released Afterworld, which uh, Ian and I actually did a break on that. We opened up some starters and a booster. Uh, check that out on boxbusters Busters. Um, good stuff man Ian's Ian's learned how to play the game and uh, is excited about it uh, he's got some cool cards in there so check that out and I think he's I think not to, not to steal your thunder I think he already has it up
0: priced and ready to roll awesome so. that's cool because um, I don't have much pricing to give you except for Her- Tops Heritage High Numbers okay it's been priced and then the Mi- Miner's Heritage okay it's been priced okay and um, and there was one other product that's going to slip my mind. Oh yeah, the one I did. Yeah, there you uh, go. Artifacts has been priced as well. Okay. Uh, the only thing that's not priced in artifacts are the parallel redemptions. Ah, that makes um, sense. I'm still working on that. Otherwise, the whole set's priced. It's ready to go. It's uh, in there for you. And, and uh, uh, by Friday, I should have uh, playbook should be up and running for okay. football. All right, there you go. So. There you go, and you said that I don't know if you made mention of this last time. I think you did, but you guys went back and looked at the prison Racing and and updated some of that pricing. Yes, as well. the pricing
1: is up for Prism Racing. Yeah. Yes, everything in there. I believe everything that we could price, I think we did price. Okay. So, yes. Cool. Very uh, cool. Very good.
0: Um, with that Afterworld stuff. Yeah. That I did, I I I don't know anything about it other than Ian's really excited about it, yep. and I have a case of it to give away. Oh, that's right. I, I have a whole case to give away. Six and, boxes. And then I have... Uh, what, one starter deck? Is it a starter deck, yeah, the bigger it's a, the one? the bigger one's a starter yeah, deck. Yep. So I have a starter deck and a whole case to give away. So be looking for that giveaway coming up. Also, another giveaway that I want to mention. Uh, we, did, we had Matt in here a couple of weeks ago talking about the Cameron Bikendova autographs from Cryptozoic Gotham, Gotham. Season 1. Yes. Just so happens, Cryptozoic hooked up Ryan Cracknell with one of those and Cracknell was like, "Hey, I want to give this away." So, oh. uh, be looking for a, a Gleam Con a Gleam giveaway for that. And speaking of Gleam, I want to give a big shout out to Steiner Sports here, Steiner Sports Auctions. All right. Um do do you know about this? Do you, have you seen this? I've heard I've heard bits and pieces, and you heard but, and but pieces lay it on, on me, man. All right. So, right now up on you can find the links on our Facebook page, on our home p, on our home page, the one that Crack, uh, Cracknell did a post about it, and then it's on our Twitter pages as well. We are giving away a Yogi Berra autographed baseball. That that hey, campaign. Hey, boo, boo. Oh no, <laughs> not, not that, that Yogi. That, that campaign runs through Sunday night. Uh, it's in conjunction with their Fall Classic, Fall Classic auction. Okay, and it's it's uh, featuring Yankees Yogi Berra, obviously. Uh, Don Larson's featured in it as well. Okay, but the Yogi Berra collection is what is really fe- featuring. So that's what we're giving away for that. The links are up. Go grab those and get entered into them. They're simple, too. I, I, I can't tell you how simple it is. I'm not making you go to nine different places. You're going to four four places, and they're all really the same place. So well, there you go. go Perfect, go, man. Go, go get entered into that. And thank you, Steiner, for that. Uh, I'll repost that link as well. And, uh, again, thank you to Panini as well for, for, that, for that case of Afterworld. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're going to get that going as well very soon. So thank you guys both for that. Now, we're going to set up two interviews right now, okay? First, we're going to replay Lisa Stiletto's interview from the BBS Summit. This is the last of our BBS Summit interviews. And that I'm, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of sad, too. It's such a good time, but I it's yeah. not closure. It's just the next, it, it's next just step, the, right? It's just the next thing. Yep. Uh, we called Lisa and told her yesterday that she was going to be on the show today. And she's a super excited she, about it. She was it. super excited. She, uh, I, we called <laughs> her, right? We called her. Was, I said, Lisa? And she, she goes, Lisa speaking? I said, Lisa, this is Eric and Paul from Beckett Radio. She goes, oh, Eric and Paul, the Fat Packs. I yeah. love you guys. So was, she had this very standoffish uh, attitude yep. at first. And then as soon as we told her who she was, she just melted. And we, you know, to be honest with you, we melted, too. We love that lady. She's awesome. We do. We uh, do. And that's not even a paid endorsement. Yeah, it's not. Uh, she, she's just great. Check out her stuff. At Never Enough Cards or uh, Evolution Sports Marketing, you can check out her eBay store, Evolution Sports Marketing. I buy from there. Yep, and that's how 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 much I believe in her. What she's doing, I buy from there. And then uh, Never Enough on the on the marketplace, you can check both of those and out. Stay tuned, man. And she is a Le- a Lego guru. Oh,
1: she is a Lego guru. So if you have any questions or need anything, talk to her, man. Yeah. reach out to her email Facebook whatever it is reach out to her she can she can help you out with Legos as if well. you
0: look her up if you look up evolution sports marketing slash never enough cards on the Beckett marketplace you will her email address is there send her some Lego questions tell yeah, her man. the fat pack sent you and uh, she will be happily happily happy to oblige you there you go there you go something like that yeah there you go <laughs> awesome um, so, so that's the first one when we come out of that we're gonna we're gonna play a quick break and we're gonna go into our second interview which is with Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips from Facebook Finest. Yes. Man, we are excited. From the have, shop, right? From the shop, yeah. It's from the shop. Actually, it's our finest fine. Um, Sean was gracious enough to come, to come on the show short notice, and he just... Man, he, he he's doing things right up there. He's had a, he's had a shop, a brick and mortar shop, for like four years. Yep. And he said in the interview, the reason he has a shop is because he likes the interaction with people. Yeah, he which is <laughs> yeah, which is refreshing. Exactly. So, um, uh, give both of those, Lisa and Sean, big shots out there. Uh, make sure you're checking their stuff out. And then, of course, at the end of the towards the end of the episode, we're going to be playing our interview that we recorded yesterday with Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers. I'll I'll get into that a little bit later because uh, I was like a kid in the candy shop. (laughs) Yeah, and he wasn't even eating the candy. Yeah,
1: (laughs) He was just like running around with his head chopped off. I really was. was.
0: I really was. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Right now, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Lisa Stiletto from Never Enough Cards. Awesome.
2: This is Lisa from Never Enough Cards and Evolution Sports Marketing. I'm here with the Fatback guys, and this is Beckett Radio.
0: (laughs) Okay, Paul. (laughs) <laughs> That's going to be the most awkward coming out of a break segment ever because we were both laughing. That's uh, okay though because we're having
1: fun. It's Saturday. We're here with cool, cool people. Yeah, it's
0: it's cool. It's fun. We had Shane just on. We did a live box break on best uh, on Facebook Live <laughs> on the on the Beckett on the Beckett uh, Facebook page, and uh, we w- we went and got Lisa from uh, Never Enough Sports Card Never Enough Cards uh, slash Evolution Marketing. Sp- evolution of sports marketing she'll she'll let you know what it is yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. got me for a loop right now i can't talk so i'm gonna give the mic to her lisa how are you doing
2: i'm doing fine guys how are you doing we're we're doing well <laughs> thank you for coming and
0: coming over and joining us uh people if people don't know who you who you are they're probably sleeping under a rock and never shopped on the marketplace because you're you're, you're a big presence there and uh, we're always hearing your name in the in the office, so I don't know. Oh yeah, you're, you're famous. Yeah, you're famous in the office. So just like we're we're hoping to be famous someday in the sports cards industry, <laughs> <laughs> you're famous in the office. So tell us tell us your proper your tro- your proper card shop name and where we can find you.
2: Uh, our card shop name is uh, Never Enough Cards, and our online name is Evolution Sports Marketing.
0: Yeah, sports marketing. Okay. How long have you been doing this? Lisa?
2: Uh, I've been doing this since 1983, and we've had a retail store since 1992. Wow,
0: that's, long a, time. that's a long time That is a long time She's from uh, Long Island And uh, she's just kicking yeah. ass here in the office Because she's got that New York accent yeah, going man. on Heck yeah And I'm, I'm kind of digging it, it's kind of cool So, Heck yeah. uh, Paul, you look like a giddy kid over there You got something to say?
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thought, you're, thought you were going into the Islanders question Oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk
0: about the Islanders in a minute Okay, in a minute, alright <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, We're all over the place Yeah, We're all guys. over the place here with this one um, what, what do you specialize in, Lisa?
2: Uh, basically, we specialize in player collectors and team collectors. We also like to do a lot of new card breaks and get that those items up ASAP for collectors. Um, and uh, we're very excited to put the, the the current releases in people's hands as soon as possible.
1: It's awesome. Hey, do you actually do you actually do the breaks yourself? Do you actually open the cards? Do you enjoy that part? Uh, of, yeah, the we thing? do a
2: combination of opening some packs. Uh, we also do. Uh, we have a lot of customers who do a lot of uh, uh, box breaks and or case breaks, and we end up uh, they end up taking the big hits, and we end up taking the rest of the stuff, and you know we market that out to the people who want the uh, the single cards that you know ne- not necessarily buying boxes. Wow, okay? perfect. So that's
0: fun. Do you know off the top of your head how many cards you have? On the marketplace currently?
2: Oh uh, we have about a hundred thousand on the uh, marketplace. We don't have a lot, but we're kinda specific. We try to put put cards on you know, game use autographs, uh, more player collectors things. Um, that's kinda we we kinda we're kinda specializing in that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's
0: sense. got their niche. Yeah, everybody's got that niche. Uh, ours is definitely sitting with Lisa right now because this this is by far and I know it's only been three minutes, we're three minutes in but this is by far been my favorite conversation that oh, we've had. Absolutely. Today. Absolutely so, <laughs> um, let me. I we did bring up the Islanders. Uh, you're from Long Island, and I asked you off air, How did you feel about the Islanders leaving and going to Brooklyn? And you said,
2: uh, Basically, you know, uh, the the Coliseum that they played in was really old Coliseum, and it's never really been updated. And, um, so they it's been a long time since I think they wanted to uh, have the management you know, uh, updated, and they didn't really want to do it, so they moved to Brooklyn. Um, you know, rumor has it kind of that they're going to be building a new stadium, and hopefully the, the you know, the uh, Long Island Islands will come back to Long Island rather than being the Brooklyn Islanders. doesn't sound right to me. It right. does not sound <laughs> right that was, at all.
0: That was Nassau Coliseum, was that right?
2: It was the Nassau Coliseum, Yeah, yes. that place
0: was a, was a dump. I've never been there, but ESPN 30 for 30 did a great program about the Islanders, and the guy from Dallas who tried to buy the team and actually successfully did it For was it a month? Was it a month? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Then he found out he was found out to be a fraud. He he fraudulently uh, he falsified his financial records, and what went from me he was a millionaire. He was literally a millionaire overnight, and that turned out to be false. And they took the team away from him. But Uh, um, uh, that was. That was in the late '90s or mid '90s, late '90s. It was right?
2: something like that. But he got really close to doing it with with um, just at least all these false documents. So it was kind of yeah. it was kind of it was definitely good reading on Long Island. Seeing what was going, we were excited for a while there, and then right. we were like disappointed again. So we got the old Dumpy Coliseum back again for yeah. for a number of years after that. Yeah.
0: First of all, who from Texas is buying a hockey team in Long Island? That's that's fishy. Just, that is kind of yeah, fishy. But it's, uh, that, that's a good documentary. You guys go check that out. But that's not why we're here. We're here because uh, Lisa from Never Enough is here with us. And she wants you to go check out her website uh, on the Marketplace. Yes, she does. What, what is that called again?
2: Uh, it's Never Enough Cards slash Evolution Sports Marketing.
0: Okay. Do you have a regular website? Uh, No, we do not. Okay, cool. Do you have... Twitter, Instagram, or anything like that. We do
2: have we do have Twitter and Instagram.
0: Do you know your Twitter handle?
2: Uh, the Twitter handle is n v r e n o u g h c r d s.
0: All right, you guys go check that out. Check and it out, Lisa. Thank you for coming on with us, and we will see you at dinner tonight. Appreciate guys. All right. All right. See ya. Hi, this is Sean Bender with Still City Collectibles, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. And we are back from that quick break. And on the phone with us now is from the shop, Sean Phillips. What's up, Sean? Hey, how you doing,
3: guys?
1: Good, man. Good. We're, we're just, doing well. How are you? I hear, we just, we're just off air, and you were saying that you have twins. Do you have boys or girls?
3: I have two boys. They're two years old.
1: Awesome. That,
0: so, that keeps you busy. So you, you don't sleep yeah, at does. all.
3: Uh, no, I don't sleep at all. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs>
0: very, very nice. Um, so let's just jump right in here. This is from the shop, a, a segment that we like to do here on Beckett Radio, and we like to find shop owners and, and bring them on, and you're, you're the next in line. So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, about your shop and where it's at and where we can find it.
3: Um, a little bit about myself. I've been collecting for probably close to 30 years. Got started when I was 8 years old. Uh, a neighbor, basically a grandpa of mine, um, bought me a pack from Kmart, and uh, next thing you know, I just started buying and selling uh about eight years old and been doing it ever since um the shop we've been here for almost a little over four years um half the store is magic the gathering
1: okay we do a lot of
3: uh tournaments we do nine nine tournaments a week on that and the other half is sports cards and memorabilia
0: very nice very nice magic we got a big magic the gathering coming up uh man we we got some guys coming in the office they paid what was it ten thousand dollar buy-in
1: ten thousand dollar buy-in and they're opening uh, Alpha. what are they beta starter decks or alpha they're starter alpha decks? starter decks I think but
0: yeah. it's gonna be a huge deal we'll we'll let you know how that goes so uh, how'd you get into the hobby other than buying who who bought you that first pack from Kmart and, and from there where'd you go I, it, was a,
3: it was a neighbor of mine okay um, And he bought that for me. And the next thing you know, I, you know, just started, uh, my parents would buy stuff or um, I actually picked strawberries when I was younger to uh, buy cards. And actually, a quick story. I used to pick strawberries all day and we had a neighbor that sold boxes in our neighborhood. And I used to go and buy 91 upper deck looking for the Michael Jordan. Wow. (laughs) That was when I I basically got real big at, you know, opening and selling and buying and things like that. But, yeah, ever since, I just, you know, have bought and sold and really just enjoyed the hobby.
0: That's that's fun. So that 91 Jordan was your first chase. I think that was a lot of people's first so, chase. You're
1: talking about the White Sox, the baseball card? Yeah,
3: the White Sox. Yeah, Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah so right that was a – was big for a lot of people, but I wasn't really big into cards then. So, yeah, 91 Upper Deck Jordan was my first chase card that really got it started.
0: Now, did you ever pull it?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I actually remember pulling the first one. I think I had to open twenty packs. It was my first twenty packs, and I pulled
0: one. Okay, perfect. I have never pulled that card. Not, not. I got some wax if you want to open it. You got some wax. <laughs> I got some if you want to open it. I have never pulled that <laughs> card at all. Um, so you've had a shop for about four years. Where are you located at exactly? Uh,
3: normal, Illinois. It's Bloomington, Normal. We're like uh, a
0: two two cities connected. Okay. All right. So what's the what's the card community like there? Is it is it you get a lot of foot traffic, or how's that work out for you?
3: Um, you know, I get some. I shouldn't say a lot. Um, I'm a college town, so it's really focused on the magic and the store. Um, but I do have, you know, my fair share of, you know, kids and their dads, or even thirty-year-old, four-year-olds that you know are still collecting. Um, but a lot of ours is focused online. Uh, a lot of Facebook for the sports side for us.
0: I see. I see. All awesome. Right.
3: So, other
1: than your brick and mortar store, brick and mortar store, how, how else do you sell your cards? What other avenues do you use?
3: Uh, we use eBay, of course, um, and uh, Facebook.
0: Facebook. Okay. What's your eBay store name?
3: Um, cash in cards.
0: Cash
1: in cards. Like cash in cash cards. Yeah. I right. n or cash like cash n. No,
0: C-A-F-H-I-N-C-A-R-D-S.
1: Okay. There you go.
0: Perfect. There you go. All, All right. 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 I'm just making sure. Sweet. Um, so. What, do you like the Do you like the brick and mortar side of it? Do you like that that customer service side, or do you prefer just the eBay store or, or the Facebook? No,
3: I definitely like the brick and mortar. Yeah, um, it's it's easier to sell on Facebook and eBay, um, but the brick and mortar it just gets you out of the house. And I used to do straight eBay at home, and I I'm just not a person to be in one space for you know eight hours a day without seeing people. And for me, the brick and mortar brings that aspect that I need, you know, talking to people, interacting. Um, and it's a good way, you know, to buy collections too, um, to have a brick and mortar. People bring you stuff that you wouldn't see otherwise.
1: Awesome. Good stuff. So, um, where do you think, what do you think is good right now about the hobby?
3: Um, you know, I was thinking about this question when, you know, I, I saw it. And, I think the good thing about the hobby right now, I like the aspect of all the unique items that they're putting out in packs. Um, The different, you know, autographs or they're coming up with different designs and things like that. So I think that is one of the things I see in the store, at least, that I like the most about the hobby right now. Just It's it's really
1: neat. As far as keeping it fresh and keeping it different. Yeah, it's a lot different than those 91 Upper Deck Packs.
3: Exactly, exactly.
1: Very cool. So what? So as far as that's what might be well on the good side, so what do you think needs some work in the hobby right now?
3: Well, and that that's about the same thing, the pack side. Um, I, I, and I get this a lot from my customers when they're opening $200 boxes and they're getting $20 in cards. I know not every box can be good, right. but I really would like to see the card companies maybe bring that gap a little bit closer where you're not getting maybe... The $5,000 boxes, but not too many people are getting $20 boxes after opening two $300 boxes. I think that's what's really driving a lot of people away. From what I see in the store from, like, opening and collecting, is they don't want to open a $100 box and get $20 a card.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that's just, yeah, yeah we hear that too even here, and we don't even make cards, but <laughs> yeah, we hear that all the time.
3: Um, it's something that... I try to tell hey, you know, not everybody can win on every box, or you won't have the two thousand dollars cards, but maybe instead of putting that two thousand dollars card in, just put a thousand dollars card in and maybe bring up the the you know the lower part a little bit to help out with the bad boxes.
1: Yeah, make it more not not so much high risk
0: high reward, just more of a, a moderate risk type thing.
3: Exactly, exactly
0: makes so, sense. Paul and I were actually discussing this very thing yesterday. Um, we were t- we were talking about some cards that we had opened recently and. It was uh, – I, I, I think the box was two dollars two, $300 probably around in that area. Yeah, which one are you talking about? Um, well, I don't want to say. Oh, you don't want to say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I, just, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, about, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it was about 200 bucks. And we looked at it, and other than you – know, there was one nice hit in it, but and you were, we were looking at maybe, maybe $70, $80 bucks total back on the whole thing. Yeah. And I was just like, how how do how do customers do this? How do people do this on a regular basis – and just not lose their minds because, man. The, I to be honest with you, I haven't opened I haven't opened a box of cards outside of hockey in a while because I'm I'm really afraid of of getting burnt. So um, that's just, well, I think that's what's taken kids out of the hobby. Yeah, yeah, kids
3: can't afford to take a chance like that. And if they spend hundred dollars a box and only get 20 dollars back, I mean, they're that's all their money. They might be done. You know
0: for the year right yeah
3: <laughs>
1: and their parents are going to feel upset too if their parents know anything about are savvy at all and they go and look up the cards uh in different places to find values they're going to know that you know it's just not a not a good deal so and they're just going to have oh, a bad taste course. in their mouth that's for sure
0: so let, let's turn this back more positive yes you said you had uh, uh tournaments Magic the gathering tournaments at your shop do you have trade nights or anything like that there
3: um. Yes, I have trade nights. I try to do them once every couple months. Um, it just depends on like show schedules and Magic Tournament schedules going on. But, yeah, we try to do them. I don't do trade nights. I do trade days. Okay. Um, a couple of my guys that come have kids, too, and we tend to find out we can't really do anything at night. So, but, yeah, we have them. Uh, they usually start at 10 o'clock in the morning, and they'll go till 6 or 7. Sweet. And man. we have, uh, you know, we'll get 30, 40 people for it. Um, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less. But we'll do box breaks and, you know, buying, and selling, and trading all day and things like that.
1: Very cool. That's an awesome idea. That's an awesome idea. Usually it's just a trade night for an hour or two, but uh, to do it throughout the day is pretty cool. All right, so we you talked know, it a lot gives of...
3: a chance for... I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, it gives a chance for the customers that didn't know what was going on um, coming in. And if we're here for eight hours, they're like, oh, okay. You know, even if that customer can't make it in a two-hour window, they have eight, nine hours to you know, make it in to see what's going on.
1: That's awesome. That's a really good idea. I like it. All right, so we talked a lot about what you sell and, and where the hobby's at. What do you collect for yourself? Do you collect anything?
3: I collect nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, I, I never have, not even when I was younger. Actually, the story I tell, um, it's not too long. In college, I met Walter Payton. Um, at an opening for MC Sports, where I was going to school, okay, and awesome guy. It was probably about eight months before he passed away, and I actually got an autograph signed to me and sold it to somebody named Sean. So I don't, uh,
4: wow. I don't collect
3: anything. I I've I've met a lot of athletes, but it's more just, you know, the stories I have. Um, I've owned a lot of nice cards all the time, but I've never kept anything.
1: Not even that '91 Jordan that you opened.
3: Nope. (laughs) Nope. You know, I do have one card. I take that back. I have one card. I have a 1990 Leaf. uh, Frank Thomas, my brother, bought me when I was my birthday when I was a sophomore. And I've always kept that. But otherwise, I I enjoy it. I enjoy cards. Uh, I love just getting new cards in. Uh, But as a collecting standpoint, right now, I just, I've never done it. It might change when, you know, my boys get five or six years old and want to collect. But as of right now, I I enjoy cards. But the more cards I sell, the more cards I can get that are really unique. And I think that's why I don't collect.
0: Good, okay. make makes perfect sense. Now, now I have two follow up questions for you on that. You mentioned yeah. your boys and collecting. Um, as as a as as a good dad, are you are you bringing them up? Uh, what 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 baseball fans are you bringing them up to be? Any team? Um,
3: I said my wife. Um, St. Louis Cardinals.
0: St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Actually, yeah, that's all my
3: wife's
0: thing. <laughs> that's uh, actually not a b- bad deal. We're going to have some guys on later in the show. Uh, Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers. They grew up in St. Louis and they're huge Cardinals fans. So, uh, that's okay. a that's a good that's a good lead in there. Actually, yeah, yeah, that works. And then <laughs> I, I want to talk about is th- is that you in your your profile picture with Mike Tyson? Yes, it is. Yeah. Um. I met
3: him two years ago at the National at the Panini Party.
0: Now, were you scared?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it, it's crazy because I, I do a lot of the bigger shows. I do the Nationals. We used to do the TriStar Show in Houston. And I'm not, you know, real big on if I see an athlete walking around, I don't really want to, you know, interrupt them and bother them. So sure. I just kind of, you know, I don't ever really meet them. But – Mike Tyson, I, I got in line and waited like 35, 40 minutes to meet him. I was really excited to uh, to meet him, and but no no he was he was awesome. He was a really nice guy. Um, he you know he had a big line, so we couldn't really talk to everybody for more than you know ten fifteen seconds. Sure, but but he, he was a really nice guy. Um, actually, to follow up that that same night, I don't have a picture of up which I should, but we met Ricky Williams. Oh, okay and. I just want to kind of give a shout-out to him. He was one of the nicest guys I've ever met as a pro athlete. He stood in the middle of the room for five hours and talked to everyone for two to three minutes.
0: Wow. That's that's good it, stuff.
3: It is. You know, I have a, I have respect for him, more respect for him now um, after that night just because he answered all our questions. Uh, anytime a little kid would walk up, he would give them first priority, decide autographs, and talk to them, take pictures. And he was uh, – he was really cool. He was
0: really cool. Now around around these parts, Ricky Williams is a legend, um, just for everything he did at Texas. Not so much his NFL career, but he was he was just the beast at Texas. So to hear that, I've I've never heard anything bad about him at all. Uh, and what you're saying falls exactly in line with everything I have heard. So shout out to Ricky Williams for being a cool dude, man. Because that's uh, we need we need more people like that who care about the hobby and care about. You know what's going on in their their actual persona out there instead of some of these oh, uh, I agree. jackasses. I
1: agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Just lay it right out there. Yeah,
1: sure. Call it what it is. All
0: right, man. We're going to let you get out of here because we got to get back to work. I know that you got some uh, work to do, too. You got, you got twins. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's funny. That's, uh, that's always work. Um, but before we let you go, is there anything you want to plug? You got a Twitter handle, you got a, a store website, anything like that you want to get out there to our listeners? Yeah, run through it all again for us one time. You know,
3: I'm um, the eBay, the cash-in card, um, and then Facebook. If you go to Collectible Corner, we have a page. Okay. Um, or you can just look my name up. Um, I'm in probably four to five hundred groups at this point. Um, I am an admin on the finest page with many others. So yeah, if anybody wants to, you know, look me up and ask me questions, or kind of join some pages I'm in, or you know, just anything at all, just want to chat. PM um, me on Facebook is probably the easiest way to get me.
0: All right, guys. All right, that sounds great. Awesome. Uh, thanks for mentioning finest. You are going to be not only our from the shop this weekend or this week. You're going to be our finest find, and we really appreciate you coming on the air with us and just talking hobby news with us because that's that's what we love to do, and we love to find guys that like to do it as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And just let us know too if you guys end up doing some something more than just your weekly magic things. If You end up having a huge tournament or something like that. You know, shoot that, shoot an email to us. Let us know so we can uh, we can you know use our channels and get that out there for you as well.
3: Well, I appreciate you having
0: me on. Hey, one last question, actually. Are you going to be in TriStar uh, a couple of weeks in Chicago?
3: Um, No. No, I won't be there. Um, I do the – I don't know if I can shout this out. I do the Mueller High School show in Cincinnati. Okay. Um, So I get ready for that. Okay, um, sure. The
0: week before. All right, sure. All right, so check them out at the Mueller High School show in Cincinnati. There you go. Uh, guys, that was Sean Phillips in case you need him. Thank you very much, sir, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one.
3: Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, what's up? It's Chris, Chief Break Officer here at Top Shelf Breaks, and you are listening to the Fat Pack, Eric and Paul, on Beckett Radio.
0: All right, man. That was two back-to-back interviews. Have we ever done that before? I don't know I don't if know. we have. I don't know. It might be a Fat Pack first. Maybe, maybe last week with uh, Yeah, we did. We did it. Did we do with, it last week? With Rich and Dills and Woody. Rich. Rich. Man, Rich, Rich. Shout out your Rich, your wife is still beautiful. Yeah, we got to give you a shout-out every time, Rich. Your wife is still beautiful, Rich. Every Rich. Let's talk about Lisa first, man. She's full of energy. Uh, I, I love that lady. She's a great so human awesome. being, man. Just yeah. so
1: awesome, man. And I was so glad we got to go out that night and just hang out with all the people that we hung out with yeah. and got to know them a little bit more on a, on a different level rather than some you know meetings and, and around the office. So sure, um, good stuff, man. Kudos to her. She's doing things right. She's got her Lego store coming soon,
0: and uh, man, yeah, definitely check her out. She's been in the game for a while, and she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's talking about. That's really refreshing, and she she might seem intimidating because of that that accent and that that uh, New York Long Island love, you know. But but not even close. Yeah, man. she's she's just, she's a sweetheart. She's just she's the sweetest person. Really loved. I, you know what? Looking back on the whole BBS summit, I loved. Talking to each one of those people individually f- for a one reason or another, right? And uh, Lisa, w- I don't want to say Lisa was my favorite, but she was she was up there, man. She, she was, she was, was fun. she was in the top one. Yeah, she so. was <laughs> the top one. Um, she actually, it, it the uh, the the fat packs to to Vegas for the summit. Yes, was actually a collaboration between her and and Shane. Yes, uh, Shane came up with a hashtag Vegas yep. to bust which we're still pushing, guys, Vegas to bust. Yep. But she was on Bill Sutherland immediately. You have to get these guys to Vegas. Yep, she so, was, man. Um. Yeah, we're still on that. We want to make that happen. Yes, it's nice to have a fan. Uh, yeah, a fan. A fan. That's a a fan. <laughs> so then uh, Sean as well. is right into Sean. Yeah. Man, he... Loved it. He just loves it,
1: right? He does. He yeah. loves the hobby. He loves everything about it, man. Yeah. His, his wife is a huge Cardinals fan, right? You know? So they right. got like a sports family going on there, and uh, yeah, it's just a good deal. It's, there's a reason why he's an admin on Finest. And sure, he realize that, that site's doing well, and, and he's a he's a part of that. So, um, but yeah, check him out. Check his store out. He's got online uh, everything. Don't bother like everybody at night. else. Yeah, don't yeah, don't bother my night, night, man. He's, he's got, he's got, got twin twins. Boys, boys
0: just. Leave him alone. Tag yep. another admin. Yeah, there you go. Tag another, <laughs> tag another admin. <laughs> yeah, if you need help. He's got, he's got those babies to take care of. Uh, yeah. They're two, he said. They're two? two yeah, two-year-olds. Two, two yeah. Woo. Do That's you remember a, the terrible twos? Do you, I, I like do. Well, you I, I still have a three-year-old. So yeah, so you just the, came out of it. They're not terrific threes, let well, yeah, me tell they're, you. They're, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no terrible twos, yeah. terrific
1: threes. It's just terrible till they
0: hit four. Yeah, it's so. just just, they's oh. just right into four. That's how it goes. But we want to mention here... He is also our, our finest find this week. Yeah, man. What a what a post. What a post indeed. I'm gonna let you describe it because I, I don't know how to say it. It's it's yeah. just a full Michael Jordan. It's a logo of the Tar Heel logo. Yeah.
1: Um I believe it was Upper Deck did a did a, did a series where you get, you know, it's almost like putting a puzzle together. Mm-hmm. And he put the puzzle together and one of the pieces is autographed. And the last time I checked it was up to close to six hundred dollars. Um which you got all the different pieces. I think there's twenty different pieces of it, but what a fantastic just well put together like it's got to be a one of a kind. I mean, I know there's more of each of the individual ones, but to actually get them all together, put the puzzle together and have it out there for sale. It's just awesome.
0: That's pretty sweet. I don't know um, I don't know I don't know how long it took him to put that together. you know I don't know if he bought it like that or yeah like I don't went, know this backstory, but uh, it is uh, it was really cool. I'm going to tell you I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that is not actually for the Chicago Bulls fan that is for the north carolina tar uh, hill thing. oh yeah for sure you know what i'm saying for sure and that 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 piece was just amazing and i i'm it sold i know that it sold it was it was up somewhere yeah i forget you know, so. i didn't get the sales, but the sales uh, price it Might i might actually not
1: even be off yet it might have gone. yeah it might my, go off. kudos to
0: you sir it, yeah. it's really it's really a cool piece Indeed. thank you both thank lisa yeah. for coming on thanks Sean for coming on um it was we had a lot of fun with both of you yeah man <laughs> we Ho- had a lot of fun hopefully with both we'll be back soon yeah so now we're going to talk about um, a little. I, I went. I got a little stupid. You I, did. You can't. Talk about I can't even talk it like about now. it right yeah. now. Yeah. I got. I. I set up yesterday. I have been. I've been talking about it on Twitter, on my page, and on the Beckett Radio page, and over over the weekend, over last weekend, I just had. Had a, I don't know, just a whim. I was like. The fourth was strong. Yeah, me. the force was stronger than me. <laughs> I had I was looking at Jason Sklar's uh, 2016 Allen & Ginter card on my on my desk, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask to see if they would like to come on the show. Why not? What's the worst they could say? If they say no, they say no. But no, and I've been saying this a lot lately around the office and to people who've been talking to me about it. Uh, the answer is always no if you don't ask the question. Right. right. So if, is- if you if you don't ask, the answer is no. Right. So I was like what the hell i'll ask there you go (laughs) and i asked they almost like maybe five or six minutes later got back to me yes we would love to set this up and then i woke up sunday morning and i had an email that came in at three from randy randy sclar and he was like hey we want to set this up let's do this how do we do it and man i was just which means i had an email like right after that (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was stoked. Uh, I, I I when I tell you that I love their comedy, I I, I really mean it. Um, a lot you know this about me. Mm-hmm. Um, not not maybe not other people in in the card community do. I, cards cards are secondary to me when it comes to comedy. Right. Comedy <laughs> is my first thing. I love it f- above and beyond cards a million times over. You do. I do. I I, do. You I, do. I study. I study comedians. I I listen to their. To their wordplay to, to their rhythm, you have your own like five to seven minute open, don't you? I do, I have a five to seven minute set that uh, we're probably, not going to talk about now. Yeah, probably will never be heard on this on this studio or yeah. on these microphones, but uh, it's it's I love comedy, and Randy and Jason are right there at the top of my list. And to be able to talk to them, just it was 30 minutes, man. I was expecting 15, they gave us 30, yeah, man. They were great, and I was happy about it. So to be able to talk to them about it, it was awesome. But here's the thing, guys. It's not – we don't talk about comedy at all, really. We talk about it a little bit. Yeah. But they know their sports.
1: Yeah, you don't have an ESPN show and film for Jim Rome and do these things
0: without knowing your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they just made me feel like I don't know squat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that their 1970s, early – maybe late 70s, early 80s indoor soccer knowledge – yes yeah, that, <laughs> that was mind-blowing I, I mean could, they were they were talking about the fact that they hated the
1: other guys on the other team and they were naming them out like yeah. they like they were their cousins or something yeah
0: it was it was amazing I hate Billy yeah. <laughs> hate that guy it was uh it was absolutely great to have them on we're gonna play that we're gonna play that interview for you just just in a moment and uh, I just want you guys to know uh, before we do that I want you to, go to check out their podcast their podcast they have two a week they have Sklarbo, Sklarbro Country, which is more sports oriented. Okay? okay, that's that's the sports one. So if you're a sports guys, go go check that out. Um, they also have Sklarbro County. County uh, takes everything that they do in country, and they do it great. They take that and they just apply it to weird and, and quirky stuff in the news. And, yeah, and they go, they they, they talk about that. Uh, Dan Van Kirk, who is their producer slash uh, co host of the show, they Dan Van Kirk basically reads them stories, and they give takes on the stories. It's really funny. Uh, a lot of that stuff happens in Florida, <laughs> so um, it was it, it. It's I go listen to both of them. They're on they're on the Earwolf uh, network. You can go check them out there. Also, if you don't know their resume, Apartment Two F in the late nineties, um, MTV had Apartment Two F. Absolutely hilarious. It was funny. It was sketches. It was like short films all worked in together. Okay, um, cheap se- cheap seats on ESPN two, again awesome. Regular fill in host for Jim Rome. Okay, um, regular guest on the Jim Rome show on Showtime. They've been in. Uh, <laughs> they- they- you have actually might have seen this movie, Wild Hogs. Have you seen that movie? No, no. Okay, so All that right, next <laughs> they, they were in Wild Hogs. They've been in CSI. They've been in Law and Order. They've been in. They were the Oblongs. It's just the list is on and on and on and on, and they're very funny. They're and stem- now they've been on Beckett Radio. And now they've been on Beckett Radio. They can add that to their list yep. and take um, that off the bucket list. Yeah, they have a standing invitation, thanks to you to next mm-hmm. time they're in Dallas to come and break check some out, packs with us. Yeah, man. come and break out some packs. So I hope that I hope they take us up on that. But that's what we're gonna get into now. We're gonna uh take a quick break. So you guys hang tight and we'll be right back.
5: This is Rob Varis from Burbank Sports Cards and you're listening
0: to Beckett Radio. And we are back from that quick break and on the phone with us right now is something that i'm just i'm crazy about it's the sklar brothers randy and jason are joining us to talk about their 2016 tops allen and ginter baseball cards and i gotta admit i'm a little starstruck and i should be man. that I, way i have <laughs> never seen you that way you have never we, seen we've you. talked to a lot of people
1: and met a lot of people and this is uh you're like a kid at christmas i'm man. like i
0: was i, I really was you I, are. i'm trying not to geek out on you guys but uh you guys are absolutely my favorite comedians so thank you very much for joining the show
5: us really appreciate it oh, no, i would say just because we're jews i would say a kid at hanukkah but
0: <laughs> oh, <okay>. christmas,
5: <laughs> work. christmas still works some Jews over well, well
1: i could have <laughs> used i should have used like uh, a kid at a uh, fat kid at the buffet right yeah. for the fat pack right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
5: fat kid at the hanukkah buffet well
1: <laughs> there you we'll go
0: That'll just, work. We'll just eat, compromise just eating gefilte fish and it's gonna be, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Yeah. all right uh let's jump in because uh i know you guys are on a on a time and we got a little t- little time here so uh You guys grew up in St. Louis, and you're obviously sports fans. Who were some of your sports heroes from St. Louis?
5: I mean, we had a ton. We were huge St. Louis sports fans. It started, like, every sport. I mean, we were huge. We had season tickets to the football Cardinals. So, like, we started really being conscious. We were going to games when we were little. uh, But, like, when O.J. Anderson came and was a rookie, I remember that. We remember even before that. Roger Worley was a Hall of Fame uh, cornerback, and his son played on our softball team. Mike Worley, uh, Jim Hart was great. Uh, Wayne Morris. So, so those guys were big. We we loved all Mel, those guys. Mel Gray, Pat Tilly. Mel Gray, Pat Tilly, uh, Jv Kane, who passed away. That was very sad. Then of course, baseball Cardinals. I mean, we had the '80s. So it was that team in '82. You know, Keith Hernandez, Tom Hur, Ken Oberkfell, Ozzie Smith, of Willie course.
4: McGee.
5: Willie McGee, just in eighty five, Willie McGee, Vince Coleman, Joaquin Andujar, John Tudor. I mean all we loved all the St. Louis baseball Cardinals. Then the Blues, huge blues fans. Gary Unger, Bernie Federko, Mike Leute. Brian Sutter. Brian Sutter, Doug Wickenizer. I mean, we loved all those guys. And then we had the St. Louis Steamers, which were MISL indoor soccer team. We had our 12th birthday party there, and we were huge fans of the Steamers. And they were awesome. Tony Glavin, Don Ebert, Slobo Ilyeski, the goalie who never stayed in goal, always dribbled the <laughs> ball out and would, like, shoot, he was amazing. <laughs> Steve Petcher, who broke his arm like, and four years in a row played with a cast. I'm like, how? Who wears a cast for that long? Carl Rose, <laughs> Jeff Catchatori. I mean, they were just Ty Keo. Ty Keo and I mean, there were some great, great play. I mean, we had hated other players on other on the New York Arrows. Steve Jungle and we, you know, Yilmaz Orhan. We hated those guys. I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, sports was such a big part, and I mean, we collected tons of cards. That Football. that was my next
0: question was was the cards? Did you collect yeah. cards? So
5: we did. We collected cards, and then our cousins in uh, in who are like ten years old than us in Canton, Ohio, they kind of were done with their cards. And we got all of their cards that they collected from like seventy, seventy one and seventy two. So nice. we had a bunch from we had a bunch from like seventy nine, really eighty, eighty one, eighty two, and eighty three. Those were like our years of having the cards. So I can remember all those really vividly. But then we got all of theirs. And we bought some, and would go to card shows and stores and trade with our friends. I remember we would like just go over with our cards in the sleeves in the binder, bring our binder over, and it's like we knew all our friends' cards, what they had, and there were those cards that they had that you wanted, and we would be like, how how can we trade? That was a big deal for us.
1: Wow. Now, did the steamers have any cards? No. Steamers <laughs> steamers didn't have cards, uh, but there was a
5: time in St. Louis when. This was a crazy initiative, and I feel like they should do it again, especially with what's going on currently in the climate in America, where police, the police would drive around, and they'd they'd see kids everywhere in St. Louis, and they would pull over and they would give these special issue police-like football cards of the Cardinals, Cardinals football cards. And so... It became this thing where if we were playing in the you know in our neighborhood and a, and a police car drove by, it was almost like all the kids rushed over to the it was police. Like the ice cream truck, because yeah. like wait, they got football cards and they had the Cardinals cards and like, you know, we would have like twelve of the same one because they probably only made like twelve cards, and so you know we've got eleven Theotis Browns, but they're <laughs> but they're the special you know police issued cards, and I thought it you know in, in retrospect I'm like that was so cool because immediately for not eight nine ten eleven year old kids the cops were like for us they were like gods because they provided us with this thing that was so special and so rare and we could only get from them
0: that's man i actually i don't obviously i'm not from st louis so i don't remember those cards specifically but growing up here in the dallas fort worth area there were the police had the same things uh and a few months ago, when that horrible shooting took place in Dallas at the uh, Black Lives yep. Matter rally, uh, Chief yep. Police Chief David Brown uh, was in the news here, ob- obviously everywhere. But he was in the news here in the, at the at Beckett because he actually had a David Brown rookie card, uh, police card that you could get. It, it's really tough to find. Our uh, wow. our hobby editor Ryan Cracknell up in on where's he? At? He's in uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. He actually wrote a piece about it. That it made it all the way up there. So. Uh, wow. Those cards are really cool, man. Yeah, man, I had I think those as a cool, kid. It's cool
5: and I wish they'd bring it back because I think, you know, it's like the police and and the public have had have such a fractured relationship now that to see them rolling up and just giving kids something more than just something that's disposable, but something that they can keep for a long time and that is actually really cool and unique, how how difficult would it be to print up like you know Ezekiel Elliott and you know Dak Prescott and all you know what I mean like how difficult would it be especially now with how well the the Cowboys are playing I don't know I just think it would be a good thing
0: I I totally agree with you and actually uh right here centrally located in Dallas Fort Worth there are two printers and three three major card companies so it wouldn't be that hard it would no, actually at all. be pretty smart to do yeah so yeah.
5: you guys start that initiative. You guys can do it. Let's do it. <laughs> if anyone can, it's you guys. There Maybe you go. Card companies need to reach out, and they'll be the ones to motivate and they create it and say, "Let's get this thing going again."
0: Awesome. That is an initiative that we will actually look yeah, into. Yeah, I'm writing that down. now. You write that, you write that down. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's guys. Let's talk about your days in Michigan. Um, yeah. did Did you Did you pass Did you pass by some of that Michigan lore there? Some Desmond Howard, the f- any yeah. of those guys?
5: I mean, we were there. So we were there, '90 90 to '94, okay. and so Desmond Howard winning the Heisman, the whole thing. Like, I mean, we were there for the catch against Notre Dame, where he just laid out, and and for the Ohio State, so we were at the game, and when he made the the run back for the Ohio State game, and then flashed the Heisman pose. We were at that game, and that's awesome, <laughs> amazing. I mean, that's we kind of came awesome. in right after Bo. So that was a little bit sad. We had Gary Moeller, who was, you know, Bo's sort of protege or, you know, ran, I guess, his, was one of his assistant coaches and then took over. Um, and he was pretty good. I just remember our teams being like kind of like 9-3, and 9-4, and 8-4. and four. You know, they, they would have a few losses. They were not winning national championships. I remember but- the first game we watched was an away game. It was our first game uh, as Michigan students and we all watched in the dorm room. It was Michigan against Notre Dame, uh, and I think Rocket Ishmael was still on the team. And yeah. And we, we lost 28-24, a game that we could have easily won on the road at South Bend. And, uh, and that was kind of our initiation into Michigan football at the time, which was really good team. Sometimes the breaks go your way. Sometimes they don't. Like, I remember we were – we were, like, one and two. Like, we were ranked first or second, and Michigan State was ranked first. And we were going for a two-point conversion to beat them, like, in the game. And, and Desmond Howard got tripped in the end zone, and they didn't call pass interference. It happened right in front of all the students. He got tripped before the ball got there. I mean, it was oh. – and blatantly tripped. And they didn't call it, and we lost the game. And you had to give kudos to not kick the extra point and tie the game because you could tie games back then. There was no playoff. Right. So I had no uh, overtime. So, I mean we so we saw a lot of those types of games. And then our freshman year the basketball team was like average and not great. And the seating was like seniors right behind the basket, one of the baskets, juniors right behind them, sophomores a little sort of above them and freshmen around the upper bowl of Chrysler Arena. And then the very next year the Fab 5 came in and they changed the seating where you just got a credit card and it was first come first serve all along one side of the court.
1: Oh wow. They,
5: they changed it completely. We camped out for that crazy Duke game where we almost beat Duke on the last, second, three quarter court heat. Like, we camped out at Chrysler Rita in a tent. It was sub zero temperatures. We spent the night there and then got in the next day and had like 10th row for that game when all five freshmen played on the court at the same time. I and mean, it was just incredible to go through that with them, and we had classes with those guys and got to be friendly with Jawan Howard, and years later, we, we recently, I mean, in the last year, we were talking to Rick Fox, who we had kind of met through, he had done our podcast, and talking to him through somebody else and someone else at this, like, hotel in Beverly Hills, we had like a meeting, an evening meeting and in walks Chris Weber and Rick Fox knows him through all that stuff. And then Weber came over and he, I think he had seen us on, you know, knew us, but I think he actually remembered us as well from the Michigan days. Cause we kind of talked a little bit about that. So we got to like chat with him and he was super cool, but just to be at the school during the fab five, the two championship game runs should have won one of those, but those two game
1: two championship
5: game runs and then an elite eight run that was our that was our sophomore junior and senior year talk about being the right at the
1: right place at the right time right there man
5: i mean it was amazing like after every game especially as you got closer to the finals like getting into the final four and then winning to get into the final game like everyone poured out into the streets on the south university and like just partied, danced in the streets. I it was, was- the, honestly the reason, like when we were choosing schools, we were we only really applied to three schools. That was the only thing we did together, and then we kind of made our, decisions on our, our decision on our own. But got into those schools, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Penn. Somewhat okay. of a range, you know, sort of I guess Wisconsin would have been considered the safety school at the time. It's a great school, and we could not have gone wrong. And our attitude was like, if we get into just one of these schools, we'll be happy. And we got into all three, went to visit Penn. We're like, this is an Ivy League school. It would be really great to go to an Ivy League school. But we got there and just, I don't know, people seemed really kind of on edge and stressed and stressed in a way that college we felt like shouldn't be. Then we got to Michigan and had so much fun. And then to be there during the, the and have the sports that we had there, our hockey team was amazing. Red Berenson was the coach. The team, like, they they made it to the – you know, they were in the NCAA tournament, and they had great – Denny Felsner was on the team, Brian Weissman, all these great – Steve Shields was the goalie. I mean, it was an amazing. Cam Stewart and all all these great, great players who went on to play in the NHL. And uh, we had a chance to, like, kind of be there during that time with all that stuff, and we were like, oh, yeah, we made the right decision.
0: That's very cool. Speaking of the right decision – um, I've been a Jim Rome listener since 1998 or 99 and you wow. guys are, you guys fill in occasionally and every time yeah. I hear you on, on the show, you guys, your, your sports chops is awesome as as you're just, you know, laying out for us here. What's it like to fill in for Jim Rome? Is, is that a whole different beast from your podcast or is it, I mean, just, um,
5: it's not that different. I mean, it is, you, you can get more sportsy and you can get more, uh, have more, not legitimate sports takes, but you realize you're walking into an area where everybody has massive sports knowledge. So you can go into shorthand mode and reference things that you know are in the gym realm world in a way that you can't really do on the podcast. The podcast tends to veer more towards with more of a comedic bent. But we try and do have it be very similar so that if people like what we're doing on Rome, that then they'll maybe come over to the podcast and say, Oh, this is pretty similar to what they do here. Um, but we love it and love Jim Rome, and, and Jim has always been so good to us in terms of just saying to us, you guys do what you do. I'm, I'm not asking you to be me and I'm not asking you to do what I do. And I think what you do complements what I do really well. He's always said that to us and He's. Just, I can't even begin to tell you what a great supporter of ours he has been throughout the years. I mean, we, I, we would go to the mat for that guy any day of the week because of how great he's been to us through the
0: years. That's, that's awesome to hear. Um, you, you guys and Jay Moore. Jay Moore was a regular fill-in, but now he's got his own sports Amazing. show.
5: Yeah, he's got his own show now. We just had Jay on our podcast a couple months ago. And yes, you did. <laughs> it, it, it was one of the – how great was he? He was, he was so great. I mean, you. you know, what's crazy is, like, you know, he's. it's interesting because he's not doing a full comedy show. He's actually doing a sports show, and the dude knows his sports. Mm-hmm. But, like, so if you kind of – we listen to him on the radio, and he's really fun to listen to. But, like, you forget for a second because he's so straight up in the sports world – you forget what a talented comedian he is sometimes cuz you're like oh he's just he's just a great sports talk radio host and then you get with him and he like bounces in and out of the voices and like you know he, he can tell a he story. can improvise as characters in a way that is he can improvise remarkable and he and he has just this this access to stories and the ability to tell a story like nobody else and you just you get it you're like i get why You were such a star on Saturday Night Live. I get why you were even selected for Saturday Night Live. I get why you did movies. I get why people want to work with you because he's also like a – It's what's so interesting about Jay Moore is that he is like – he has this alpha male energy, but then at the exact same time, he has this really sweet inclusiveness message that is completely counter to being like the alpha dog – and so he's like really hard to figure out, and so fascinating to talk to. I love him.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome. So let's get into the card talk because that's why you guys are here. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk your ear off about comedy, and but we'll, that's a whole other show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about your your your. What's it like seeing your face on the card? Was it weird? Is it anything you ever aspired to, or I mean?
5: I mean it is the never. Imagined. could have never even imagined it. It's so coo- it is so cool as kids who collected cards. It is like the coolest thing ever. And I think they did a I just love how they look. Uh, they feel like old-timey. You know, remember like you'd see, like the old like no one I we ever knew had one, but you'd see it in the Beckett guides and stuff like the old like Napoleon Lapjoy, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> <laughs> All the like old Ty Cobb car. It feels like that because those weren't photographs. they were almost like paintings of people. So it feels like an old timey card. The font is really old- timey and cool. And then I feel like they did a ra- a great job of having pictures that really represent us. and then to just see it on a card is for us, just the coolest thing. That's great.
1: That is really cool. So, honor. so what was that process like with Tops? Did you guys have to do like a photo shoot with them, or did they just use uh, photos they already had of they you, or a, how did that all work out?
5: They used a photo, I think from. I think it was a red carpet.
1: Yes, they used they oh, okay. used a red car. Yeah,
5: photo from online and kind of just did the painting off the photo and. They were great. they said we'd really want to do this with you guys, and is it something you'd be interested in?" And we were like, "Of course, we said, yes, that would be amazing and then they came to Earwolf, the podcasting studio with like what a thousand cards for each, and for us to sign yeah for us to sign, and we signed you know the the signing process was really cool with Sharpie signed these cards, which would then go into packs, and people would get signed cards from us. And then we gave them Scarborough Country T-shirts, a T-shirt for them to cut up and put in the card packs as well, the same way they cut up uniforms and do that in the card packs. You know, yes. you got to understand as well. We did the series back on Tops, which with Michael Eisner, we did this like really fun and interesting homage almost web series to Tops. Yeah. So when we even when we were in New York, went to Tops and hung out there and like went in the relic room, which is like this. Yeah, basically a closet in an office that inside the closet was like Robin Yount's jersey and I put it on and wore it for like a couple of days and Tom Seaver's and like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's draft day suit. It's just like the coolest stuff ever.
1: Wow.
5: You know, Babe Thanks. Ruth's bat with like the nails in it because he loved the bat so much and when it splintered, they nailed it in. It was like oh my. incredible stuff. So, I mean, I think for people... We, we may have been some of the – I know Keith Olbermann collects cards and is, like, the biggest card nerd ever. And so, like, there are people out there who are by far bigger nerds than us about it. But <laughs> I think our access to T.O.P.S., having done that whole series back on T.O.P.S. And then our personal connection to, connection to the cards, cards in our past, it was a very – it's a very, for us, like, less – we're less of, like, lifetime collectors – and more of, like, just visceral fans. Like, we have this history with the cards that started when we were kids that was super genuine, super legit, super real. Then we got to do a professional venture with them where we created comedy about the cards in a way that no one, I think, has ever created comedy about sports cards. I mean, we did, we did a whole episode where, like, a magician, a friend of ours who's a magician, Derek Hughes, like we had him do like tarot card readings using sports cards. Like if you got like the, the Griffey card, the Ken Griffey Jr. card, it means that like you're gonna ha- you're gonna get injured sometime soon. Like oh. all that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> like the Ricky Williams card with the hermit card. I mean, there were so many great. Like go, I I highly recommend your listeners go check out Back on Top. If you go to YouTube, you can see some of the episodes. Back on Tops, TOPPS, of course. and, uh, And it was it was so that the fact that like in a weird way, without just like being lifetime collectors who, as adults, like have a massive collection and go to shows and do that kind of stuff, we've had like a more non traditional relationship with the cards, but it's still been this this through line through our whole lives
0: that that's that's great stuff that's that is fantastic you just gave us actually a very inside look at something that we've worried about wondered about um and our listeners i know they've wondered about so having that look through your guys's eyes at tops is really cool because that that place those card companies tops and panini and upper deck they have them they're like prisons they're locked down you can't get into them so <laughs> no you can't I know. that's I really mean, cool
5: it was really cool, and, and, and I know, you know, I mean, when we did – now that we're doing stuff for the NFL Network, uh, we went out on Rookie Day uh, when the rookies got their uniforms and took their cards, took their pictures for Panini. Yeah. And we, did we do a picture, Jay? Did we do a picture? I don't picture? know if they did a picture for us. I don't know they if they come did come one come for out. us. We but, were trying to photobomb every rookie. Yeah, we tried to <laughs> photobomb some of the rookies, thought that would be really funny. <laughs> uh for nfl now met some great i mean carson wentz could not have been cooler he was he like threw passes to us as we ran routes and i mean he was uh, we were like this guy's too nice to be kind of a crazy nfl quarterback but he's you know we we were so happy when he started off great you know even though we were michigan guys joey bosa was really cool and cardale jones was our favorite, okay, it's hard to even say this as a Michigan fan, and he was like, he came up to us and was like, I love you guys, I love you guys. Wow. And we're like, all right, you're not going to, we have to, full disclosure, we went to Michigan, and he's like, I can't believe you guys went to Michigan. I still love you guys. And he did a video with us, and it's on our Instagram, and, I mean, he just, he could not have been cooler. So that whole experience was great, and it was neat to see them taking their pictures in like on the ramp to go down at the Coliseum to see all these rookies taking their pictures in their uniforms. They were so excited to get their new uniforms and that was the first time they'd put the uniforms on. Like these are just You could tell they were like kid, you know, like Jordan Howard who is now having a great season. Hunter Henry who's actually now stepping up. Joey Bosa as well, you know, stepping up and having a good year. Of course, I mean Ezekiel Elliott and, and uh Definitely. you know yeah. Derek Henry. It was cool. It was just neat to see all these guys.
0: Man, that's that's so great. I've seen the pictures. You guys, uh, you guys had a little. Uh, you had a schlarbate schlarbate with Joey Bosa. How'd that go?
5: He was great. I mean, he he was really funny and really cool. And I was just amazed at like how willing he was to kind of goof around and play. Awesome. Like he was just. We were we were asking him like, what's the one thing. You're going to sign a big contract. You're going to have money. You're going to have money in a way that you probably never had money in your life. What is the most ridiculous purchase you're going to make? And I think he was like, like, steak. Steak. steak, Steak. Tons of steak. I was like, (laughs) go to Omaha Steaks and buy that shit out. You know what I mean? (laughs) And he was just he's just great about it. He was really cool. Right,
1: guys, <laughs> also, he's gonna buy steak. Guys, also. we are—we are, we are
0: yeah. up against it, and I hate to do this, but uh, we—we got to run because we actually have a presentation that we're doing in like five or ten minutes. So, yeah. oh,
1: go kill it, you
0: guys. <laughs> um, go do it. Before we let you right. go, though, what do you want? Let's get the the Twitter handle, the website, and your your upcoming dates. Okay. Uh,
5: Twitter handle is at. Sklar Brothers, spelled all the way out, S-K-L-A-R-B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S. We're our working Instagram. On, that's our Instagram. That's our, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. You can follow us on Facebook. The Sklar Brothers fan page, Sklar Bro country fan page, uh, if you want to follow us there. Uh, and, you know, we usually send out all of our dates and stuff through Twitter. Coming up, we'll be in San Diego the uh, 10th through the 12th of November at the American Comedy Company. Then we'll be in... Um, Wisconsin at one of the best clubs ever. Um, they're both. That's a great club, Madison, Wisconsin at uh, Comedy Club on State Street. On State Street, uh, yeah, amazing. December tenth through the twelfth, going to do a live podcast there Saturday afternoon. We usually sell out. Uh, if you're interested in the area, get your tickets now because those shows tend to sell out fast because the club is just great and they're really tapped in and there's a lot of good comedy people there. And we're bringing our buddy Dan Van Kirk with us. And DVK he's for us. DBK will be there also live podcast on saturday afternoon there it's going to be great it's going to be a blast so that all is happening and that's then Uh, we have some dates in the new year we're going to be back in ann arbor where where are we going to be the oh we're going to be in cleveland at hilarities we've never done a week there uh we've just done one show there i love the club owner nick there is so cool older greek guy who's just the best uh, and so we'll be there, uh, the March 10th through the 12th at the end of March. I think that last weekend, we're looking at coming back and doing a weekend in Ann Arbor. Uh, we're going to shoot our right now in talks to shoot the next hour standup special that we're going to do. We're not sure where it's going to go yet. Uh, might go to CISO. We don't know. We're going to just, we'll find out. It might not. Who knows? We're just trying to figure out where we're going to do this, but looking to maybe shoot that in Chicago sometime in the uh, winter, uh, either January, February. So we'll let you guys know about that. But website supersclars.com, com. We're working on redoing that right now. But if you just follow us on Twitter, we'll give you all the information. As
1: fantastic, man. fantastic, guys. And you guys are busy, and we appreciate you fitting us in on this. Yeah, this interview. we really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. Good luck,
5: Good luck on the presentation.
0: Thank, you. Thank uh, you. When you come to Dallas, because
1: I mean
5: that's got to happen. Uh, we were just in. We were just in Dallas oh. last March. Uh, And we did the Hyenas Clubs. We did uh, the one in Plano and the one in Fort Worth. Plano Thursday, Fort Worth, two shows on Friday. And then we did the Downtown Dallas one on uh, Saturday. And we loved it. We had the Downtown Dallas Club and the Plano Club were both, like, fantastic. The Downtown Dallas Club shows were amazing. Those were unbelievable shows. We sold a ton of merch just great people, and, I mean, we really had, like, 300 people in each show, so it was pretty amazing. Awesome.
1: awesome. Well, look, if you ever get back to Dallas, you have a standing invitation to come open some cards with us at Beckett. All right, we'll give you the tour. Great.
5: I would, we'd love to do it. And, you know, we used to use the Beckett Guide all the time to, for, like, the pricing on our cards. We had the Beckett Guide that would have, like, if it was mint, near mint, fair, poor, I, like, that was fair the way to... Fair to, to, to good. Fair to good. Fair to, to good. good to good and poor i mean like that would tell you how much your cards were worth and so like we we religiously looked at that guide so we're familiar with Beckett and used it
0: fair to good just describes the last eight years of the presidential all right guys good we we got to run yeah. thank you very much Go for ahead. coming on and uh let's do this again soon okay okay thanks guys thank you Bye bye. Right, bye. This is Eric Norton, co-host of Beckett Radio, and you're listening to the number one sports collecting podcast in the world, home of the Fat Packs. Dude, the Scar Brothers. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to get that little giddiness again. Yeah, I I'm can see to get it. That. I can see um, it again. They they're somebody that I've that I just I've admired for a long time. I really love what they do. Um, so to be able to interview them yesterday and have them talk at length the way that they did. About sports, and then not only about sports, about cards. Oh yeah, you know,
1: yeah, they know their stuff. They know man. their stuff. They know, know their players. They know their rosters. Yeah,
0: exactly. Shoot, they could help us with checklists here. Yeah, at they the probably office. could. they get probably could get them a gig here. <laughs> so, man, that was just that was a real blessing to be able to sit down and do that. Uh, I, I said this yesterday on my personal Facebook page, but I just want to thank everybody that that makes this possible for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. You know, Bill Sutherland and um, Brian Fleischer, our bosses. They afford us the time each week to do this. Yep, they do. And uh, you know we don't get paid for this. This is not. This is this is surely a, a, a labor of love. Yep. So we they afford us the time to do it. So we we do it and we we get to do things like that. You geek out when we got garbage pill kids. I guys do in there, man. You know? so, I, did. I geeked out. Uh, I geek out when we get comedians on. And I hope that is not the last. Of the comedy world crossing over into the sports world. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. And then I also want to thank uh, Bill Dumas for bringing in the, the the a lot of what goes on behind the scenes. What a lot of what takes place here on air. Bill, it's because of Bill what he's doing off the air. Off the air. Yep. You know, and he's bringing in good, great sponsors like um, Two Bros. Two Bros. What's up, Two Bros? Thanks, guys, for sponsoring the show. He's bringing in guys like that who can absolutely just. Um, who back the show who have good products on the marketplace for you to go check out at Two Bros, Two Bros Collectibles on the marketplace? Yep. So, uh, you know, you, sh- you should probably go do that, but yeah, bills, bill's arranging deals like that to make that happen, and uh, both you and I are very appreciative for that kind of stuff for sure. Um, again, go check out Randy and Jason's uh podcast, uh, Scarborough Country and Scarborough County. I promise you, if you love sports in the least bit, you're gonna love those shows, and if you like comedy they're you're top in for notch. a treat yeah, yeah they're, they're top notch so uh next uh, you you heard their schedule go get their tickets they're gonna tweet those out and they're working on their website uh Sup- super Scholars. uh their work that's been up for since 2012 I think they're just changing things up a little bit yeah, so everybody needs a little refresh yeah. Give them time to get that back up but it's uh well it is up but just give them time to get the changes up there um thank you very much Randy and Jason for coming on the show it was an absolute pleasure and the honor was all mine. I, I loved it, it and was, thanks to Tops for making a card of him. Yeah, thanks for Tops for making to a, a card. To bridging that of gap for yeah. us, yeah. <laughs> I guess awesome. we're gonna reach out to Al Pacino now because he's in the the fans of the game. Hey, you know, if I get Al Pacino on here, I just might die. I don't. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, anyways, let's okay. let's get into uh, some some Moving bigger on. news at Beckett. Uh, we didn't see this coming, bro. We we didn't see this. No, coming. I, not at all, um, not
1: at all. But I, I'm excited now. I mean, I, maybe not like butterflies in my stomach excited like you are right now, but <laughs> I'm excited, man. Do you watch the History Channel?
0: I watch Pawn Stars. You watch Pawn Stars? <laughs> I'm a History Channel guy uh, as well. My my TV at home, constantly on ESPN, mm-hmm. the Food Network. There's a surprise. Go, yeah, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> the Food Network or the History Channel. That, those are my channels. Are Why go-tos? I have cable is beyond me. I I can just watch those three things. I don't have cable anymore. You don't have cable. So, um, love love all that stuff. Um, This this came out of left field. We didn't we didn't see it coming. Uh, It was kept very very under wraps, which is cool. It probably should have been. But Steve Grad, of Pawn Stars fame, is joining the Beckett team, and we have a new Beckett authentication service. Yeah, offered
1: that's awesome
0: that's really cool um he's top notch. i'm looking here at some of the
1: pictures here he's just shaking Chumley's hand and you know doing the whole thing on Pawn stars and he
0: really knows his stuff man yeah he he does know his stuff it's it's grad and authenticator uh brian sabero i don't want i'm sorry if i messed up your name sir i don't did, I mean to it's s-o-b-r-e-r-o i hope that they'll be in the office soon yeah, definitely. I hope that they'll be here soon. I know that Grad is right now filming episodes of Pawn Stars in Beckett shirts. Which is awesome. Yeah. So How cool is that? Man, this is, honestly, I'm excited about this. This is something that was out of left field that I didn't know about and you didn't know about. But to see this coming to fruition, we, we why not? The, the name Beckett, it means something out there, right? Yeah, it does, you absolutely. Know? Especially in the car community. And, and to be able to back it with a name like Grad... In authentication services, this is a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win. It is. It it is, is a it's win-win. a win-win, man. With
1: the, with what we're able to do with our grading services now, uh, you know, being top-notch as it is, to be able to add this to the mix, yeah, this is this is huge.
0: Yeah, huge news. Yeah, it, um, you, of course you're going to have the questions, and I don't have the answers for you. Uh, I think that'll come in time. But about the J our our partnership with JSA, yeah. I, to be honest with you I, I don't know yeah I, I'm not on that level I don't you're not either so no sir those answers will come in the coming weeks I'm sure but right now we're excited to have uh, have these guys on, on board here and just this new venture that this makes a lot of sense it does you know? make it a, lot a lot of sense, sense. so uh, just really happy to have them on board and see where this goes and I believe it's going to be the beginning of some great things.
1: Yeah, man. So while we're in Vegas on our Vegas
0: to bust, we can yeah. go by and uh, say hi to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Uh, I'm not go. going to that pawn shop. I can tell you that <laughs> that's not happening. Why unless, not, man? Unless he can get me in the back door, I don't have to. I don't have to do like. <laughs> Have you see, ever seen the lines for that thing? Oh, I'm sure they could get us yeah. in. We're important people. Man, we're important people. We're the fat packs. Let us <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> we're big enough that they might give us a job there. That's true. <laughs> Although, that, some of them lost a little bit yeah. of weight, so yeah. we might have to, I don't know, we'll yeah, work it out. Maybe. All right, uh, that's that, guys. We're really excited about that. We hope you're excited about that. And it's something that is going to be game-changing here at Beckett, I do believe. so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And also, we have guys in Shanghai, China right now, working some stuff. We do, man. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, that the details on that uh, we don't know too yeah. much about, but I know they're over there trying to, to increase our international market and you know, I mean, basketball is huge sure. over there. Yeah, huge. And to be able to, to get over there and and, and and show them the grading aspect of it and, and that kind of market is also could also be game changing. Yeah. You it, know? Really so it really could be.
0: So really could be. there I'm sure there'll be more details to come on that uh, as we try to increase our international presence. But we have guys there in, in place right now that are just – they're in preliminary meetings. That's all, they're, that's all they are. Yeah, it's all preliminary just, stuff. It's, it's just preliminary stuff. But, man, opening up that door it could be great. Because a question I see a lot – again, you don't see these because you're not an admin on the Beckett Facebook page. I am page. not. I don't know how that happened. You, you don't see these messages. But a question I see a lot is, hey, I want to buy this card from China. And it has this this number. And is it real? Is it real? You know and I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I don't know.
1: But we've got we've got graders that do a great job with that. We've got an authenticator now. So hey, man, yeah, we can we can tell you. Yeah, pretty we quick can t- now. we
0: can tell you now. So um, big things coming here, Beckett. Biggest thing are Paul and I, obviously. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. <laughs> we're that's, still the biggest thing. That's why we're here. That's why we're, we're here. We're the anchor that holds. Yes, we are the anchor that holds. <laughs> we are the anchor that holds. All right, let's get <laughs> let's get into Beckett whatevs. whatevs? Let's get into what whatevs. My favorite part of the show and. Uh, I'm just going to start the show and or start this part of the show and ask you, um, have you ever punched your kid for touching your baseball cards? I mean, not
1: recently. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, I. You know, I I saw that story and I just thought, wow, w- what in the world? You know, and and the crazy thing was it was probably some like '89 common yeah. card or something you know what I mean yeah that's but crazy. I just yeah I don't get that guy man
0: I don't I don't get it either I'm not gonna go real deep into it yeah we're not gonna give him the really press a, but it's really a crappy thing it is man don't just, first of all I understand spanking I'm not opposed to spanking right right but don't h- openly hit your kid in the face right you especially don't guy. do that if he touched your freaking baseball cards that's not a reason to do he's do that. seven yeah. yeah he's seven years old and you're that's 57 it. Right. Kudos to you for being able to still do that at that age, but come on, bruh. It's
1: supposed to be a father-son thing, not you yeah. know,
0: not MMA. What a, what a what a jack, just a straight up jackass. That's what this guy is. <laughs> I, I, he's not even getting a mention. It. Nope. I don't, anyway, I don't moving about, on yeah. to uh, happier things. Yeah, moving on to happier things. Um, Cleveland. You, Cleveland rocks. Cleveland <laughs> rocks. Did you ever watch the Drew Carey show?
1: I've, I've seen it a couple times. Yeah? I actually seen that one a couple Drew times. Drew Carey's on prices
0: right now. Yeah, man. And he's a partial owner of the Seattle Sounders. Wow. That's all my Drew Carey knowledge. He's doing doing big things. He's a funny dude,
1: man. He What's that show that he hosts with those other guys? Oh, uh whose line is it anyways? Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. dude. That, that was one. Good. I don't I don't keel over much laughing, but that'll that'll get me going. Are man. you a Wayne Brady fan? Dude, that
0: guy's hilarious. Did you ever seen the Wayne Brady Dave Chappelle skit? no but i probably should google that, Ooh, that can i funny. can I google that at work oh yeah you can, but is just it? make sure you have your headphones on. Uh, i got you <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> it was funny. uh it was really good wayne brady Dude, Dave that, those
1: guys man all those guys i don't know their names and i'm just not very good at keeping track of names like that but all four of those guys that they have up there and it doesn't matter who they put up there they put other people up there or whatever that's all funny man yeah it is it's and, all funny
0: um so so we're, we're gonna we're gonna close out Beckett at whatever's by mentioning again to please get your t shirts. Yes, that please, campaign please, please. orders, uh, campaign ends on the 25th. Okay. We need one more shirt for them to be printed. Uh, one more. One more. Just one more. One more. And here's the thing we're going to get one more. We are. You know, but we really want 10 more. Yeah, you know? there you go. We had, shout out to, I, I don't have it in front of me right now. Shout out to the person in Denmark who ordered a hoodie. Yeah man, thank I mean, you. Yeah man, it's cold. In thank Denmark. you. No hoodie's gonna be ordered around Texas. Yeah. <laughs> there's that. There's been that meme lately uh, that it, it's fall in Texas. You know what that means? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we that walked so outside true. the other day. we were like, did Jesus forget that it was it was October? Apparently, <laughs> man, it was like I got my
1: car. I got my car yesterday. It was 98 degrees. Holy moly! And I'm just going. I don't want to
0: drive home with. That, yeah, I just there's don't. a there's a bad boy band reference there. That I'm gonna leave. It yeah, alone. just leave it alone. <laughs> but leave uh, it alone. get your t-shirts, man. We really want th- we really want you guys to be repping that uh, if you if you can. If you can, if if yeah, you absolutely. Can. And, if you uh, can, you know, show show the s- show the show some love. Also, go. speaking of shows, we're getting ready for an epic run of shows here on this podcast. Yes, we are. So we're in the midst of it, actually. Whether you, whether you realize it or not. We had uh, the Sklar Bros on this week. Thank you, Jason and Randy. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Next week, we're it's going to be shoe-centric. We're going to be focusing on shoes because it's a huge collector's market. And the money that's exchanged in that market is... Mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. You realize you put a shoe
1: on a stinky foot. Yeah. I mean, you realize that, right? Yeah. I mean, not these shoes that we're going right. to talk about. These go on like mantles and like encased and stuff these and whatever, common
0: but the these common shoes I say that with yeah. air quotes yeah they sell for with air yeah. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there it's, it's, they, <laughs> they sell between you know 2500 and and Mercedes benzes and mercedes benzes that's <laughs> yeah. that's would, a range for I would love really. to be able to s- commonly sell baseball cards like that but yeah, anyway, no it's joke. just not happening no no just not, so we have the sh- we have a shoe show coming up with Scott Sargent from SB Nation Thank you, Scott, for coming on. Absolutely, it's, I'm I'm giving you a preemptive thank you because uh, you're making time to do that. And we really appreciate it. Uh, go watch Sneakerheads on Netflix. So watch Sneakerheads sometime between now and next Thursday, so you can be up on what we're talking about. Up on the uh, lingo. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have to watch it again too because it's there's there's stuff there that I know that I missed. So that's that's that week. The following week, I may or may not be here. I'm gonna try my best to be here. But um, it's understandable if it's, you miss. It's understandable if I'm not, because that whole uh, given birth thing that my wife's going to do. Yeah, you
1: should probably be there. You <laughs> should probably that. be there for yeah, that. some kind of level, <laughs> yeah. And you've been through it before, so yeah. you know that you need to kind of be there for uh, that kind of thing.
0: Lucas James is going to make his entrance into the world. Uh, LJ. Uh, that following week. Elge. I call him Elge. 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 Elge for uh, short. LJ is good, though. <laughs> <laughs> LJ, Elge for short. Elge. So uh, he's going to make his. Uh, his interest into the world, and, that, and, and I tell you what, I'm a, I, I love you, buddy. Right now, I love you, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you to be here. So, uh, that's gonna happen. But while that's happening, uh, ma- some Magic the Gathering magic is gonna be happening here.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's <laughs> a good. I like that there. Yeah, a it's, little magic. It's whoo, man. That's was, a,
0: that's a crazy tournament, man. It's so I we're mean. having it. We're hosting a Magic the Gathering. It's either alpha or beta deck. Yeah, we need to figure that out.
1: It's kind of confusing because there's like an alpha, there's a beta, and there's like a a combination. So anyway, they're opening eight of these decks, and each person is paid $10,000. That's a one with, what, four zeros? Yeah. it's a lot of money uh, to be in this tournament. Um, And it's all paid for. Everybody's got their flights, their tickets, their hotels, their burritos, whatever they got going for this thing. And they're all coming here, and it's going to be – we're going to try to – I know we're going to try to – they're going to get them on the show. Mm -hmm, We're going to do a little Facebook live action. Got to work with Ian a little bit, who's our gaming guru. Uh, We'll probably need to have him on here too to explain a little bit more detail what's going on. And uh, we're going to work with Ian and just be a part of it any way we can. Yeah,
0: it's going to be be a lot of fun. And then that following week, we – well, at least one of us. uh, I'm going to Toronto for the – Hey, uh, hey, Francis! So I'm going to Toronto for the Expo, and I'm really excited to be up there. If you guys are listening to this and are going to be in Toronto, drop me a line and say, "Hey, I want to uh, just come by and see me." Yeah, La- man. Last year in Toronto, th- this is something I did on my own, on my own volition. No one told me to do this, but I, I took, I went back to the card room and I found five or six hockey cards of nice value, you know. There you go. And um, I took pictures of them, put them on Instagram, and I'm like, hey. First one of the booth comes comes and claims this gets it. You know? What? I didn't know you did yeah, that. Yeah, that's, I sure did. That's awesome. Um, it was, I believe, actually, I believe, I believe Francis was there, and I didn't know that it was Francis at the time. Oh, I got you. You know, you, I got you know you. what I'm saying? Yep. But uh, I believe, if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm, then I'm wrong, uh, but I, I believe it was. But he and a little kid showed up at the exact same time. Nice. And I'm like, dude, I, I got to the gotta the give it to the I got to give it to the kid. Yeah. Man. But I hooked him up as well. Good. So- Good, good, um, good.
1: Well, yeah, no. Let's do let's do that again. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, we're, we're going to do that. Yeah, we'll do that so again. That sounds awesome.
0: Come see one half of the fat packs in Toronto. Yeah, man, uh, you'll do a good job representing. Yeah, us. Yeah, I'll do a real good job representing us. I, I promise. I will have an extra cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> no, not up there, man. Not up there. Not no, up there. Uh, not so much. Uh, Look, man, I haven't been to Toronto since '98. Oh, okay. So it's all
1: it's all Tim Hortons. Yeah, I, I didn't go. I, uh, yeah, we didn't know what that was back then. I don't want I to. I don't want to
0: say this word wrong because it means it means something different if you say it wrong okay uh but it's it's called poutine uh poutine it's it's basically it's french fries brown gravy and cheese curds
1: sweet so they too have heart attacks yes. place. Nice. <laughs> yes all right thankfully Good i'll too. be off my
0: avocare challenge by then <laughs> and i can enjoy <laughs> such things and we'll need another when you get back <laughs> um <laughs> That, that's going um, to happen. That's definitely going to happen. That's definitely going to happen. There'll be <laughs> so, pictures. <laughs> yeah. I'll be up there. Uh, so come stop by. Uh, I believe we'll be in the Universal booth this time. Uh, it'll be me, Bill Dumas, and Priscilla. We will be in the Universal booth. So come stop by, see us, say what's up, get your picture taken with one half of the fat packs. There you go. And we will uh, give you a mention on the radio show the following Absolutely. week. You know, um, but Absolutely. But that week as well on the show. And I'm really excited about this. Because I'm the hockey guy, right? you you well, you are <laughs> you are you're like that
1: guy in Nintendo. yes, the when the eight-bit Nintendo, yeah. you're that guy. yeah, and I'm the other
0: guy. <laughs> and then we've got some other guys that can play the skinny guys. exactly. So, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, Sean Malloy, who is an NHL scout who ha- who has his own radio show up in Canada, is coming on the show and w- this is what we're gonna do. I'm really excited about this. We're gonna break down the young guns list in series one. And he, we're gonna tell you, you know, card value wise, maybe not value wise, but we'll you know we'll talk about the card aspect of it, and he'll talk about the player aspect of it, and I'm excited. That's to some do that's that. some inside stuff, right there. Yeah, that's man. some real inside stuff. It'd, It'd be man.
1: nice to actually pair up the the the, the stats and, and the thoughts of an expert as to where you know sure. the 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 young sure. guns are gonna fall in line. Yeah. So you'll be able to formulate your top top 10, 15 young guns.
0: So. I'm, I'm looking at a Austin Matthews cover right behind you right now, um, dude. Toronto was. St- they are. With young with young talent. They are. They won a game last night. They were down it was four nothing or five nothing to the Jets. And they won. And they came, Patrick Lane I think it's Laney. I think that's how you say his name. Uh-huh. Again, a rookie scored a hat trick and they came back and won. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. It is nuts, man. They they are loaded and ready to go. But so that's the next couple of weeks for you. And then we're going to have just we're going to finish the year strong, man. We got a lot of stuff. Remember to go check out the Steiner auction giveaway. Yes. We want to say thank you to True Bros, Still City, and Panini. Thank you all for for doing what you're doing and supporting the show. You guys go check them out. And that's going to bring us to the end. Yeah, so man. check out Lisa. Check out Sean. Yeah, check out Lisa and check out Sean as well. Do it up. Yeah, do that up right. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake.